This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Hammerdown Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report, live from the Ron Miller Race Cars Hammer Down Racing Report studio, presented by Oakshade Raceway. Scott Hammer with you, Ron Miller over there. Hey, y'all. And uh, a voice from the past may be joining us a little later, Jerry That'd Keezer. That'd be cool. He's going to try and uh, make his triumphant return here shortly. Coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter tonight on the show. We're going to be uh, doing a little preview for uh, the Montpelier Motor Speedway. Their season's kicking off this weekend, and uh, things are sounding good. Sounded like it's a go. Uh, we'll be talking to Larry Bose about uh, yeah. everything he's got planned. He's got quite an aggressive uh, schedule. On he really tap. does. He really does. So looking forward to uh, speaking with him in just a moment. Any, uh, anything from Ryan Weekman this week? Uh, I did get an email back from him. Yeah. And not the forecast for this weekend, unfortunately. So oh, you're, you're no. going to throw you under the bus, and uh, you're going to have oh. to do the forecast coming up a little bit later. Well, I can do that. He said he's still going to do it. He just was on vacation one of the weeks, and then he forgot last week. And I'm thinking that probably happened this week, too, because I didn't get one. Hmm. We need to pay him more. 100% raise for Ryan du- Weekman. Double his pay. Double is triple. We're tripling it. Oakshade Raceway. Where now the f- you're making me feel bad. We're the fastest meet to race. You will quadruple your pay. <laughs> We're the uh, well, you, you get paid kind of. You got uh, we get sponsorship for you. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I guess he does too, kind of for WTOL. Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest beats race at racing every Saturday night during race season, uh, starting April thirtieth. So you got a, a couple weeks until well, yeah, a couple weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, two weeks from uh, the Saturday. Uh, visit OakshadeRaceway dot com or uh, follow him on uh, social Twitter. Whatever, the 2022 race schedule is out now. Bill Rector Memorial opening night on April 30th. Uh, also, don't forget to check out Dominator Race Products for hood scoops, nose, tail, and other body panels, wheel covers, other parts for uh, dirt, late models, modified sprint cars, street stocks, and more. I need to uh, pick up my nose from uh, Dominator. New nose piece on the... Ocho is going to have a new nose this year. Yeah, yeah. First time a different nose for him. Uh, DominatorRaceProducts.com or call 419-923-6970. Uh, also available from reputable dealers across the USA like Ron Miller Race Cars. Don't you call me reputable. You're right. Disreputable, unreputable. Uh, Big D's Pizza oh, yeah, Subs. Wait, was, was that, that was a compliment? Okay, I, I'll be reputable then. Okay. Uh, Big D's Pizza, Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and More in Clyde, Ohio. Give uh, give those guys a call right now, 419-547-1444. For, I just saw this earlier this week. Uh, they have a new pizza burger. Did you I see that? that? Doesn't that look good? S- Scott. And that, I'm picky. That took me back to my grade school days because they'd have pizza burgers once every couple of weeks, and, and the whole school would fill full of the aroma of pizza burgers. And, and that was one of the lunches that i really really look forward to and i saw that and i said wow yeah that looked good we got to do this <laughs> uh it's a burger topped with uh, pizza sauce pizza cheese and pepperoni on a toasted bun it looked uh yeah i see a picture of it 
Uh, we shared that on uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash hammerdown racing report. Uh, also, thanks to uh, Freeze Frame Photos, uh, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon. I think I, I think I covered everybody there. Uh, let's uh, let's bring up Larry, who's been patiently yeah. waiting for us. Uh, Larry, we hope he's still with yeah. us. Are you still there? I am listening to pizza burgers and uh, <laughs> get, making me a little bit hungry here. Yeah, you got pizza burgers out there uh, in the concession stand. No, we have the All American hot dog. <laughs> that works too. That's always a favorite. Yeah. So yeah. can't can't go to the races without a hot dog. Nope. So, Montpelier uh, Motor Speedway over there in Indiana, you are set to open this weekend, and I believe you may be one of the f- few first tracks in the area to actually not cancel an opener so far this uh, year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mother Nature, she's uh, trying to throw us a curve, and uh, we got hammered last night uh, with rain and uh it was questionable, but uh, we came out here today, and there's been like 30-mile wind gust, and uh, it's really dried things up. Actually, they're out working on the track right now. Uh, it's a little bit soft yet. The sheep's foot's really lugging down behind the tractor, but uh, we're going to try to beat Mother Nature, and uh, one thing that we're doing uh, that's really going to play in our favor this week is we're doing a twilight show uh, with racing at 322 rather than 730, so we'll get the races in and out before it gets dark, and uh, people can get home and get ready for Easter. What? What is? Where did three twenty two come from? Okay, I have to tell you the story. As you know, I worked for thirty years for Earl Balthus, and uh, Earl always told me no promotion is good without a gimmick. You have to have a gimmick. So I came up with three twenty two in honor of twenty twenty two. So right. our race times are three twenty two, and then in the summer it'll be seven twenty two. And it's worked because you asked. So that yeah. caught your curiosity. So that's my little gimmick. It, it, at first, I thought it was a typo. When I, I the first time I saw it, I was like, it's 322? Did he mean three and he just hit two twice? And then I saw it somewhere else. I was like, <laughs> okay, maybe it's a Bible verse or something. I don't know. <laughs> was that no, t- it's our little, uh, little gimmick. Was that all that Earl taught you? Oh, that man, I could, uh, I, I want to, you know, they had the book of Earl. I wanted to write the book with Earl. <laughs> just a, just a great man. I am so thankful for everything that he taught me. Yeah. You were with him a lot of years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what's, uh, what's on tap for this weekend opening night? What, uh, what classes are you running and, uh, what can people uh, expect? Uh, yeah. Our, our opening night, we're, uh, glutton for punishment. We're going to run five divisions. We'll have our regular box promotional modifieds. We'll have the off-holder implement Hornets, uh, Super Stocks, Street Stocks, and then we're bringing in Andy King's uh, Dirt Truck uh, Series. So five divisions. And uh, you got uh, the Dirt Track Truck Series. You're kind of the home track for them this year. Uh, yeah, that's what I understand. We're looking forward to that. Is it like 18, uh, 18 shows? Not here. Oh, maybe that was total. <laughs> but you have the most. Yeah, I think it's 18 total, and we have like six or eight of okay, them. Okay, yeah. right. that's what it was. I don't yeah. know where that number came from. Well, that's cool. How how did uh, how did you guys uh, work that deal out? Well, we've known Andy for quite a while, having raced over at Eldora, and he's really working hard to make this series work. And it's it's a neat little series. It's a it's a lot different for the fans. It uh, gives them something different seeing the trucks out there, and it's a very uh, affordable show for us. And we thought, you know, let's try to help it grow. Did Jerry have any input in that? Well. 
that would be true. (laughs) (laughs) But he, but he is not allowed to race. He's our announcer and uh, he can just sit and watch. All right. See how that that. works, Scott? Uh, What? Announcing and racing on the same night. Yeah. yeah. Don't talk to my, my bosses about that then. (laughs) Um, So how did you, how'd you come up or how'd you uh, finally settle on what classes uh, you were going to be running on, on on a weekly basis there at Montpelier? Yeah, our weekly basis is going to be the Modifieds and the Hornets. And then last year we had the what we call the Super Stocks, combining two different stock car classes that are pretty predominant over here in, uh, uh, well, wait, I'm going to use that word you used earlier, reputable, okay. two reputable <laughs> classes <laughs> over here. And uh, so this year we broke them apart. So we'll have the Super Stock and Street Stocks. And, you know, Montpelier is just a grassroots track. That's all we want to be, you know. Uh, we can't compete, you know, with the gas cities, the Oak Shades, the Kokomo's, Eldoras, and stuff like that. So we just want a good little uh, grassroots type program with these classes and uh, uh, give the fans in the area just a, a good Saturday night entertainment package. Now, why why did you decide to, uh, or what made you decide to go weekly as opposed to maybe just doing special events here and there? Well, you know that's a that's a good question right now, and you know I don't know to be honest with you if a weekly program is going to survive this year, it's a, uh, it's going to be a, one of the more challenging years for promoters and racers alike, uh, just because of the cost of travel, the cost of racing tires, uh, the availability of racing tires, the availability of parts. It's going to be very costly for the racers and, uh, for the fans alike. So we're going to start off and uh, see how it goes. And our intention is to stay weekly all year, but, you know, we're not stupid. And if it doesn't work, you know, the racers will understand, the fans will understand, and uh, we'll just go. But, you know, I, we're crossing our fingers. It's, that's why, you know, at the grassroots level, we don't have quite the expense that some of the other tracks have. So it makes it a little bit easier for us. And you took over at the uh, the end of last year, ran a few shows, uh, and I assume other than the Monster Mash, which, which had some – weather related issues uh, i'm guessing attendance was uh, was pretty good for you it was good yeah you know it had been closed for a half of the year and it came off of a pretty rough year prior so uh, i took it over and uh, you know it was a learning curve coming to this area and learning the people learning the cars and uh we we kind of proved our point that we were going to give a good clean quick efficient and consistent show. And so we kind of developed our product last year and uh, we'll just grow upon that this year. And so with that, we threw in a couple specials, uh, the following week, next week, we've got the boss sprints coming in, which would be the only appearance for the sprint cars. Uh, so we're looking forward to that, the let's go 30. And then the one we're really excited about is, uh, in July, uh, for the first time ever, the summer nationals, uh, are coming to Montpelier yeah. in a midweek show. That'll be a big deal. You're going to be there, Ron? Probably. Nice. I might have, what, uh, yeah. what, that's a, what, what night of the week is that? It's a Wednesday night and, and you're probably going to ask me the date and I don't have my schedule <laughs> in front of me, but I believe it's uh, July 13th. Uh, and, uh, but we're, 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 it's like a Wednesday and then they go neighboring Shady Hill on Thursday and uh, I think maybe Butler on Friday. And I don't think it's the Oak Shade weekend, but uh, it's four tracks right in the area. So right. it should bring a pretty good following. That'll be pretty cool. I know uh, Ron was asking you before we went on, uh, I know you're talking about grassroots racing and the struggles everybody's uh, kind of facing with costs. Uh, 
Yeah. Just how do you think the, the costs are going to affect uh, Larry Bowes specifically and racers in general? Uh, we've been talking uh, with Chris Mize the last couple of weeks, and uh, he's 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 a little concerned and and as we were talking briefly before we came on uh you're a little concerned too yes i am i think that uh right now everybody's got the bug everybody's been working all year and they've uh they're ready to go racing but as the season goes and progresses and things start to break or crashes or stuff like that uh i think the costs are going to not only the cost but the availability of parts to repair uh, it, I think it's going to be a challenge, but you know, racing has faced so many challenges through the years and it always seems to come back strong, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And I think you're going to see probably more than ever racers helping each other to keep cars on the track. Yeah, we, we can hope, um, you know, I think racers are going to get creative, uh, to keep their stuff going, uh, just the, the fuel costs and, uh, you know, a tire here and there, it's it's going to be it's going to be a struggle. You know, I, I don't know. How, I'm thinking outside of the box here, and it probably get you some good comments going on Facebook here. But <laughs> uh, uh, you know, some of the nights when there's only maybe just a full feature field here, say like 18 cars. You know, we may get the guys together and say, look, well, let's add five more laps to the feature and run a feature only because the heats don't pay any money anyways and you're wear and tear in your car. So, uh, you know, we, we may have to go to that level. I don't know. Do you, th- uh, do you think but- the fans are going would be disappointed seeing less events? You know, um, five years ago, I would have said yes. But now... Nobody has the patience to sit more than an hour and a half. So you give them an hour and a half show, you know, Roger Holdeman at Winchester always told me, you know, the the body can only endure what enjoy what the butt can endure. And, uh, you sit on those hard bleachers too long. It's, uh, they're they're not, you know, everything's fast today in and out, in and out. I I don't know, Larry, I've run some features that seem to last an hour and a half. Yeah. But you know what? It's like anything else. It's it's all in the marketing and the sales. Right. And uh, you just let the people know that, you know, they're still, they come for the features anyways. Uh, but again, I, like I said, I'm just thinking outside of the box and uh, just uh, trying to get you some uh, chatter going on Facebook here. Have you noticed that some <laughs> some tracks are, are significantly raising their purses? Um, personally, I, I think they're maybe putting the cart before the horse. Uh, not knowing what their grandstands are going to look like. You know, um, I would agree with that. And then also agree with, if you're going to raise the purse, it's going to come from somewhere. So it's either going to be higher pit pass or higher general admission. And, and people don't have it. They don't come, you know, just, uh, you know, money doesn't grow on trees and you can't just give it away. It's got to come from somewhere. So, yeah, I I think that, uh, this is the year it's going to be, uh, you mentioned about the racers being creative. I think the promoters are very going to have to be very creative as well. And do a and do a good job balancing, you know, not charging too much, but paying enough uh, for, for, the, for the racers. So, uh, I-96 Speedway is, is kind of in our, our neighborhood, uh, not that far of a tow, and uh, they announced their payoff at uh, two grand to win for late models, a grand for second, and a, a – fairly slow drop off from there 
Uh, I think they were looking at 10.5 total purse just for their late models. Uh, wow. I, I, I was stunned at that, Larry. Um, mm-hmm. And, and uh, I, th- I think it's really optimistic given the fact that folks are looking at a lot of, a lot of expense just getting to the track uh, to watch the events. What about sponsors? Yeah. Sponsors uh, could help offset a lot of that uh, and help it with the yeah, purses. I don't, I, I don't know. Somebody'd have to be a good salesman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he might. Well, we would have to assume that the promoter knows his market and maybe uh, you know he had a good year and looked at it and based those numbers upon what he had last year. So um, yeah, every market's different. Now you're. Uh, so I don't know. You're working with uh, with some other tracks uh, like uh, Gas City. I saw you have a. Like a little series going there. Uh, tell us a, a little bit about that. Yeah, um, we're going to call it the uh, Good Neighbor Challenge. We're only like twelve miles apart, and he runs Friday night. Jerry does over at Gas City, and we run on Saturday. And it goes back to the old border wars that we used to have at uh, Eldora with Eldora and Winchester. And I thought, you know, let's uh, let's do some cross promotion. And I'm always about working with other tracks. I, years ago, you know, every promoter was just. Uh, steadfast about their track and not helping anybody and you know race fans know what's going on so you can't hide anything just uh, promote the other tracks i mean heck you know we're saturday night oakshade saturday night we'll sit here and talk about what happening at the uh, oakshade i mean fans know it anyway so so why hide it did you want to talk about winchester at all yeah winchester's a struggle uh, we took that on this year and uh, it's uh it's such a notoriously fast racetrack and uh, we're having a hard time getting a a schedule put together there, finding groups that will race there. So this year we're just going to uh, run the basic four events that they've run over the last couple of years, build upon it and uh, try to come back stronger in 2023. Uh, Dean asked a question on here. Let me see if I can find it. Here it is. He wants to know what the, uh, difference uh promoting now compared to when you uh were at sandusky speedway promoting you promoted oh, at sandusky speedway i did not even know you that, that's back sandusky in the old speedway. days larry yeah that was 19, seven, yeah 1978 to 1989 i think fred flintstone and Wilma, <laughs> they were all there <laughs> those were simpler times sonny <laughs> You know, uh, it was actually a little bit easier back then because you still had the open trailers. You still had where you could buy it. You know, they were homemade cars and everything. And uh, there was a lot of ingenuity. And uh, it was just uh, a little bit easier then. Uh, You didn't have the money crunch that everybody's right now. So many racers are frustrated because they can't make money and they're going broke and they're crashing and everything. So back then it was a little bit easier, but, uh, you know, I grew up around there and knew the market and then coming over here to Montpelier was, a. a it's, it's amazing that uh, being only uh, 40 minutes away from Eldora, how different uh, the the mentality was like of the race fans and stuff like that. But uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying the neighborhood. I'm enjoying it over here. And uh, it's, I don't have the pressures that we had at Eldora, you know, with the thousands and thousands of people and uh, the big shows. And we can just run our own little pace here. But uh, no, not much has changed from Sandusky. It's still entertainment just entertain the people you know you, you can have a race anywhere but you get you've got to entertain them and that's what we're trying to do over here and the monster mash will still be a big deal this fall uh provided it doesn't uh give us like 14 <laughs> inches of rain and mud like last year 
you know, I have to tell you a quick story, and I know you got other guests here, but whenever somebody tells me I can't do something, that just fires me up. So, <laughs> you know, we had all that rain all week. The place is a monsoon, and people on Facebook saying there's no way you can run, and oh boy, we did it. <laughs> uh, I, you know, it was fun. It was different. Yeah, you you dealt you dealt with uh, with the cards that you had. Yeah, you know, and uh, somebody told me just the other day, you know, you, you can't worry about what you can't control, and you can't control Mother Nature, so you just uh, play her game and uh, study the weather forecast and figure out how you can produce your product based upon what she delivers. Now, um, Chris Mize is saying that uh, you're one of the best promoters out there, Chris Mize over at uh, Sandusky Speedway. He's going to be wrestling a midget. Three, I think. There's three, a couple. Yeah, I, I, more I, than one. I'm not sure. Is this? Is there any like strange uh, gimmicky things like that other than the 3:22 start time uh, that's going to be going on on Pillar? <laughs> Will you be wrestling anybody? Uh, mm, I don't think we're going to do that. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> let Chris. Uh, we'll we'll let Chris patent that one, okay. and uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but uh, but as any good promoter will do, if it was. <laughs> If it is successful, we're going to steal it. <laughs> what about uh, he? He's uh, working on uh, trying to get a UMP dirt late model show on the asphalt out there. He had to cancel it. Uh, was going to be the opener a couple weeks ago, last right. weekend, and uh, may still happen this fall. What about uh, getting some kind of asphalt car on the dirt? Would that be? I don't know how that would even work. That might be more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, I think you could probably go to dirt. Dirt to asphalt easier than you could just because of the low hide right and everything, you know, the way the asphalt cars are. But, you know, you think back, like when we were at Sandusky, I mean, they would run Mansfield on the dirt on Friday night and then come to Sandusky on Saturday or Sunday and race. And, you know, USAC sprint cars back in the day used to do the same thing. But the technology and the build of the cars now, it's uh, it'd be pretty difficult. Now, uh, one other thing I saw on your schedule was uh, these top dog face offs. What, What exactly is that? That's a good question. Okay. Do you have an answer? <laughs> well, I don't know. That, that was a gimmick that I put on the schedule that I haven't uh, developed yet. Okay. But no, it, it, it's going to be a little points in a points type thing where uh, on the preliminary nights, we'll take like the top two or three, and then they will go into a big challenge on the final night, and it'll be their face off. Cool. Uh, is there any uh, one particular event you're looking forward to uh, most this year at Mount Billiard? Uh, I'm actually anxious to see the sprint cars here in two weeks. I, they, I, they tell me it's a heck of a show. And then whenever we have the D2 midgets, they're great. But I, I think the summer nationals is going to be a great one too. I think that that cool. should fill the place too. Yeah. Uh, any other uh, special events on the calendar? No, I think that pretty much does it. Uh, we're just uh, going to concentrate on our weekly show and, uh, throw in, you know, I think it's like five specials. Okay, and in the city of uh, Montpelier over there in Indiana, they they've kind of embraced uh, the track, haven't they? Oh, they have. It's a uh, it's it's no secret. Uh, Blackford County, where we are located, is probably the poorest county in Indiana, and the town of Montpelier has very little business left. And uh, the people just love seeing the haulers pull in, and it creates activity and buzz in the area. Uh, met with the mayor a couple weeks ago, and they've pledged their support 100%. They're behind the racetrack, and it's great to have communities 
leaders like that. And the same thing at uh, Winchester. Met with the mayor there, and they're 100% behind the speedway. And it, it's great to see the community leaders understand what racing is to a community. Now, I'm assuming most of your focus is uh, on the uh, the weekly shows at Mount Pillar right now. Uh, but how much of your attention is is focused toward Winchester? Uh, there's not enough hours in the day. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're opening up there June 4th and 5th with the uh, traditional old-timers weekend and trying to get that put together and get this open and everything. And uh, it's uh, it, it, it's a struggle. You know, the, the execution is the easy part. The planning is the difficult part. Yeah, is is there any any nights uh, you get into bed and you're laying there thinking about with all these different with the different racetracks and you know the uh, Rumble in Fort Wayne, everything you promote, you're like, what the hell am I doing? Uh, every night. Every night. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, there's one. I think Chris can tell you, or uh, Chrissy up there, anybody, any promoter can tell you it, it, it's it's so frustrating and the planning and then reading all the social media and everything. But at the end of the night, when you see the faces, the people enjoying themselves, the drivers on the track, it just makes it all worthwhile because you're doing something that very few people in America can do. And that's, uh, put up, uh, with the racers and the fans and put on a race. And, uh, it's, it's self-satisfaction, but it's, it's, it's uh, very, very frustrating at times. We talked about early on the the expenses on on your end. Um, I assume that we won't be seeing any dollar hot dogs this year. Oh, uh, we just went and got supplies today, and I think you're right on that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know what, racetracks, and I think uh, every promoter that you talk to this year is going to say we're running the same problem as everybody and uh, trying to get help. Sure. Uh, it, it, yeah. Uh, concession help, gate help. Uh, it's just, it, it's, it's very, very, it's, it's difficult. And to find people that want to give up every Saturday night for the whole summer, that's tough. Probably Larry. You have Bose. to really, really love it. Larry Bowes is going to be really busy on Saturday nights. Yep. So, selling tickets, <laughs> selling hot dogs, making hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'll be taking over the microphone and tell Jerry to get down there and start cooking the hot dogs. <laughs> there we go. Nice. And then I can just see Jerry. Here's one for the customer. Here's two for Jerry. <laughs> what uh, What is your favorite uh, concession there that they have? Is it the hot dogs? Oh, yeah. I love hot dogs. Every racetrack I go to, I have to get a hot dog. Yep. I guess, yeah, same. Same here. There is no such thing as a bad hot dog. Just some are better than others. Isn't it Martinsville that does the red hot dogs? Those are bad. I guess I take back what I said. <laughs> I, I went to and I had one of those, and I said, what am I doing? <laughs> the Martinsville hot dog that everybody talks about, they're bad? I, they're Larry bad. <laughs> they, they, do they have, like, that casing on them? Yeah. Oswego Speedway up in New York, they have the best. Their, their hot dogs are the best. Oak shades are pretty good. Yeah. I do like oak shades. Yeah, I was there in 1981, believe it or not. Wow. That's when I promoted that track. Uh-huh. Speaking of which, you got your hands in anything else uh, other than uh, the things we covered? <laughs> uh, no, that's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, I, I probably am going to give up the indoor go-karts after this yeah. one more year. I, I might, you know, I'll be 70 here next month, and it's time to start slowing down a little bit, I guess. Ah, slowing down's overrated, Larry. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. 
Nope. Awesome. Well, well welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe Ron could buy a racetrack. Not there a you chance. Go. Not a chance, buddy. <laughs> okay. Oh, you got- uh, what's that go? How do you get rich uh, promoting a racetrack? And uh, you know, how do you make a little money by starting out with a lot of money or That's something it. like that? <laughs> Yeah. How do you make a million uh, promoting racetracks? Start with two. There you go. <laughs> uh, this weekend, the opener. Um, again, the pits are open at noon, gates at 1, and racing at 3.22 p.m. So, and not- don't, forget the, don't forget the Easter egg toss at 3 o'clock. Oh, I didn't know that. So there will be an yeah. Easter egg toss. Okay. There you go. We even have Easter eggs. So how long is uh, – when does when do you switch to the the seven twenty two start time? How late? Uh, Mother's Day weekend, May fourteenth, I believe it is. Okay, so the first few weeks uh, racing starting at three twenty two. Do you think you'll have Correct. any issues uh, keeping the track dry or dry uh, wet? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that I think everybody knows that you know it's usually about June or July that you get into that it's late not, sun, yeah. and uh, so we should be good there. I know uh, Flat Rock. Uh, Flat Rock uh, started doing earlier start time yeah, they the beginning did, of last and, year. And it worked well. Yeah, it worked really well for them. So, I mean... You know, the only difficult is that, uh, and we're finding it from a few racers, is that, you know, if you work Saturday, it's tough. And, you know, there are a lot of people that do work on Saturdays and maybe work till 1 o'clock or something. So, we're going to have... Uh, I've had probably a half a dozen drivers already say they're going to be pulling in right about 322 and they'll just tag a heat race and, uh, you know, hope for the best from that sure. point forward. Once again, Larry, the classes that you're going to be running opening night? Opening night, we'll be having our Bach Promotional UMP Modifieds, the Offolder Implement Hornets, our Super Stocks, our Street Stocks, and then the Dirt Truck Track dirt track truck Series. There we go. Now, will you have a point fund for uh, the regular classes? Uh, right now, we do for our four regular classes, which are the Modifieds, the two Stock Car classes, and the Hornets. Uh, last year, we did one for the D2 Midgets, uh, which we probably will do again. And uh, we'll take a look at uh, the support that Andy brings with the trucks, and we may end up doing one with them as well. Excellent. How's the, how's the forecast looking for this weekend, Ron? Did you did you look? You know, for uh, Saturday, I it's really it's not be, too bad. Yeah. Uh, Friday might see a little bit of rain. Saturday's looking a little cooler, but... Uh, Wear a jacket. Yeah. Be fine. Yeah. Very little change. Our new hoodies just came in today, so you can just there come and go. buy a hoodie. There, there you go. go. So if you ca- if you came to uh, Montpelier Speedway unprepared, they'll have clothes for they'll, you. They'll they'll be able to outfit you well. There right, you and just don't drop any ketchup off your hot dog onto your brand new hoodie. There you go. Do you have red ones? Uh, they're all black. Oh well, well, black's all right then. It's better than white. It you know, black holds them. the heat, so you know it's yeah. it's well, all making sense there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Excellent. Well, Larry, we, we appreciate the time, and uh, we wish you much success uh, this season at Montpelier Motor Speedway and uh, Winchester, as a matter of fact. Yeah, and as we always said, you know, if you can't make it to our tracks, just go to the track in your area and support racing and uh, just talk it up. And every week, take somebody new. Let them see what you're enjoying. Ron, Ron shares that same message That's every it. week, too. So, cool. All righty. All right, man. Well, Appreciate back your time, work. Larry. Thanks. Yep, get back to work. All right, guys. Good luck. Have a great show, and thanks for all you do. Yep, thank you. Bye. Bye. There you go. Larry Bowe is a legendary uh, promoter there, taking over Montpelier Motor Speedway for a full season. Right. Running weekly. And he's been pretty aggressive with the schedule there.
A lot of classes starting early. Not to mention Winchester and the Rumble at Fort Wayne and the indoor go-karts. And, and very successful with uh, with what he does. Yeah. So, very cool. Coming up uh, a little bit later, we'll give away some pizza, give away a Oakshade Pit Pass from uh, last week's How Many's because we had more than one. And uh, Jody's never been to uh, Montpelier. Going to have to go. I've been there a couple times. A very fun track to race on. Right. It, you get right up on the wall coming off of turn four. It's uh, almost intimidating the first two few times because you're like, eh, no, eh. no, no, oh, we made it. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to put my right rear up that close. Um, and sometimes uh, you overshoot it, but uh, yeah. Uh, also coming up, uh, we got some racing news. Haley Deegan, uh, something she mentioned this weekend so that made me think of when he said that, uh, you know, an hour and a half and your butt gets sore. Yeah, yeah. Shorter times. She made a comment about uh, a suggestion, I guess, sort of how NASCAR could make things better. Don't have as long a races. People, because, you no, know, you're just running around the first few segments or whatever anyways. I thought you were going to suggest a mid-race break with well, some sort of entertainment. You could still have that too, but still have shorter races. Would I don't know. Or maybe two races. Would a, would a mid-race break with entertainment make a, a four-hour race tolerable? It'd make it longer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Spend half your day there. And uh, probably not because uh, you have too many... I mean, you're not going to please everybody. Every, I'm, I'm sure there's a large con- contingency of country fans that watch racing. I don't know about uh, what we had at the uh, the shootout. Right. If we have a lot of fans into that, maybe we do. The younger kids probably are. You know, I'm, I'm a rock guy, rock and metal. You you give me uh, shine downs at uh, Huntington Center tonight. Some of our listeners yeah. are actually there, so you know, give me that, and I'll I'll watch that. But yeah, you know, yeah. I don't think you're going to get it where. It's going to appeal to everybody, unfortunately. Leonard Skinner? Yeah, I, I would tolerate he, that. He That's kind okay. of goes yeah. a little bit everywhere. Yeah. Kind of covers all the bases. That's some southern southern fried rock, but yeah, yeah, yeah I could see all that. Right. Okay, anyways, moving on. Uh, racing Roundup from last weekend, uh, or this past week, I should say. Uh, of course, Flow Racing Night in America was uh, originally scheduled on... Uh, Tuesday at Eldora, and that was uh, Gretchen's at the Shinedown concert. <laughs> See, I told you. Um, that was uh, postponed to uh, Tuesday, April 26th from this past Tuesday. And this two past Tuesday, I was getting a new furnace installed because my, yeah. my furnace broke, and it was beautiful out. It would have been great. I don't know how the grounds would have been, but uh, I'm thinking now that they moved it, it's probably going to be a monsoon on uh, oh, yeah. 26, unfortunately. But uh, that's when the uh, that event has been rescheduled. I think it was a 20,000 to win late model yeah, it was. show. So uh, that is now April 26th at Eldora. Uh, the Lucas Oil late model dirt series was in action Saturday at Hagerstown Speedway in Maryland. Uh, Tyler Herb was a the winner there. And then Sunday at Port Royal Speedway, Greg Satterley picked up the uh, victory. Speedway Illustrated just did a very good article on Tyler Herb. Learned a lot about him. You know, he's... We've had him on the show a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a bit of a loner. Um, Everybody thinks that he and his crew chief have something going on, and they don't. Um, He's married, happily so, and uh, just pretty cool guy. I didn't realize he was married. Last thing I remember, he was fighting with... uh, uh, I can't remember his name over some girl in yeah, the pits well, a few years ago. That's, that's, that's back in the Stone yeah. Ages. Um, uh, 
Next up for Lucas Oil uh, Late Model Dirt Series is Tri-City Speedway in Illinois tomorrow, or not tomorrow, uh, Friday the 29th of April, and then Saturday the 30th of April at Macon Speedway, also in Illinois. The uh, World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprint Cars uh, event at US 36 Speedway in Missouri on Friday was canceled due to cold winds, snow, and sleet. Take your yeah, pick. That, that'll do it. Yeah. Lake Ozark Speedway, uh, they were in action on Saturday. Jacob Allen uh, picked up the win there in the Johnny Johnson Cl- or Jason Johnson Classic. Uh, next up for the World of Outlaws, uh, they will be at Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55 on uh, tomorrow, Friday and Saturday, this weekend. IndyCar action. Grand Prix of Long Beach. I did not see any of this. Did you happen to see any of I this? I did not. All right. Uh, Joseph, Joseph uh, Newgarden picked up the win there. The next uh, event on the NTT IndyCar Series. Actually, the next two are going to be at Indy. Uh, but the uh, next event is the GMR Grand Prix at the uh, Indy Road Course, and that takes place on Saturday, May 14th, 3 o'clock on NBC. And then, of course, the uh, 500 is Memorial Day weekend. Right. NASCAR is in action. William Byron had a, uh, a pretty good weekend. He did. Yeah, he won the uh, cup race Saturday night, the uh, Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 400 at uh, Martinsville Speedway, which kind of turned into a... Uh, I fell asleep the oh, last Oh, man, 100. Scott, that was boring. <laughs> you know, uh, short... I was out. It was a short track. I figured they're going to tear some stuff up. I think there was one accident sort of related caution and... I saw just one abs- comment, and we'll talk more about this because uh, Chad Knauss had some comments I want to I touch on. Uh, but I think it was, was it Denny Hamlin? Somebody said something about you, normally you could get to the back bumper and move people and... They were having a hard time so, doing Something that. about the aero package, yeah. and uh, a lot of it had to do... Now, the new cars have much bigger bigger wheels, which means they can put bigger brakes in them. Yeah. So now they were having balance problems across the front because uh, the cars would go in and they'd lo- roll onto the right front wheel, and they'd, they'd slide the left front getting into the corner of the car push, uh, and it... It just made for a crazy package. They've got some real work to do. Uh, Their speedway races, the bigger tracks, seem to be pretty good with the the new car, but yeah. the short track not so much. Let's let's move into what uh, Chad Knauss had to say here. Well, why don't we do that? Uh, since we're talking about it, uh, he he says uh, uh, I don't have ex- exact quote, but uh, there was a ride height rule that was eliminated back in 2014, uh, and Chad Knauss uh, said ever since they they got rid of that, that's kind of made the uh, the racing not as good well, as it and, used to be. And, and, and t- t- what is and, the, and what the, is the ride height rule? Well, what does that mean exactly? They just had to have uh, enough ride height clearance. I think it was somewhere the, around from three, the ground three, to the bottom of the car. Right, three okay. and a half, four inches, uh, and it could have varied from track to track. But with the new cars, uh, with with the the floor pan under them, they're extremely aerosensitive and and. Uh, without a ride height rule, it just sucks the cars right down to the ground. And and that's where they want them. They want them to be as close to the ground as possible. Yeah, yeah, which causes some real problems, of course, when they get a flat tire. Yeah. We've already seen cars that had to be towed just for a flat tire. So do you think that that's something NASCAR needs to uh, look at again? They need to do something <laughs> for, for the short tracks. Yeah. You know, the intermediate tracks, the cars are fine. The super speedways, uh, they've proven to be... Real good. Yeah, the truck race and the Xfinity race were both uh, pretty pretty decent at Right, at but they have much higher ground clearance. Gotcha. Um, speaking of the Xfinity race, uh, Friday night, Brandon Jones, your favorite guy. Yeah. 
uh, won the call 811 before you dig 250 at Martinsville Speedway and uh, a little bit of a, a scuffle there in the pits <laughs> and we'll, we'll get some video of that. We'll talk <laughs> that, a little bit about that. It wasn't a little bit. That yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that because yeah. there's I have some thoughts on that. Uh, I forgot to mention, next up for the Cup Series is uh, the Food City Dirt Race at Bristol this weekend. That's going to be Sunday night at 7 p.m. Easter. They're actually racing right. on Easter at 7 o'clock. Uh, I don't remember them ever racing on Easter. Oh, usually they have Easter off. So. Yeah. And uh, I was reading a thing of uh, article about uh, Kyle Larson before we came on here talking about why are we running a, a dirt race if we're not going to take out the windshields? And about the fact no, they that did, they did some testing. They did testing, yeah. Last, last that's week. in my notes here. They did testing without the windshield, but they've decided, I guess, they're still going to keep the windshield, which means that they can't make the track as tacky as, as uh, drivers like Kyle Larson would like because they can't put too much moisture on it. Because then sometimes they're not going to have a lot of choice as to how much moisture is on well, the track. Well, that's true. Yeah. So. I, I, there's some questionable things there. They're 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 trying, I guess. You know, dirt cars run without a windshield. Take the damned windshields <laughs> out. Take all the glass out. And that's kind of what he said. He's like, just let's run. If you want to run a dirt race, then make it a dirt race. That's take, it. Take the windshield out and use tear offs in your helmet. Teach uh, 36 of those 40 guys how to, or, or 32 of those 36 guys how to use tear offs. I remember the, watching the truck race last year, the beginning of that. I was laughing my head off. Well, and they, they, Three laps in, they were totally covered with mud. Yeah, they had to stop the race yeah. so they could come in and pull a, a windshield tear off. Yeah, if they could. It was so heavy. Uh, next up for the Xfinity Series is going to be the Ag Pro 300. That'll be at Talladega on Saturday, April 23rd, 4 o'clock on Fox. So uh, Xfinity Series off this weekend. And uh, Thursday night, uh, the trucks were in action at Martinsville. And William Byron picked up the win there, too. So he had two wins this weekend. And uh, next up for the trucks is uh, Saturday night. That was some pretty good racing, by the way. It was. And the truck race, yeah. The Pinty's truck race on dirt at Bristol Saturday night, 8 o'clock on FS1. And that's uh, where uh, uh, our our guy, Buddy, Buddy Kofoid, is going to be making his uh, NASCAR truck debut. And don't forget, the the, the Bristol race is going to be run like a short track with heat races and... are both of them, the trucks and the, the yes. cup? I haven't read yeah. anything about yeah. the there, format There's preliminary events, I think, starting at 1 o'clock on Saturday. So, it's yeah, it's going to be an all-day event. Uh, but the coverage starts at 7, so what are they? Right. Well, I'll have to... Cup heat races, truck heat races. Well, need Dave Kemmer, uh, check on the schedule for the heat races, if those are going to be like on FS1 beforehand. It starts on FS2. Then it Does goes it? to FS1, I think. For so the, is it just a feature then that's at 7 on Sunday on Fox? Dave Kemmer, help yeah. us. You, you get us the, the time schedule. And, for and I looked at all that, Scott, okay. and it, there, there was a lot of racing. Contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from Action Shots to Victory Lane. They have all your favorite drivers. And uh, talking about this, I saw uh, he had a post where um, if you got your car already, get your get, – Call them to uh, get some pictures taken. Well, your car looks good for you. Get it on right. the track, and because as soon as you get it on the track, it's never going to look as good as it did before. Uh, so give Charlie a call at 419-476-9978. Uh, also check out their cool custom items you can uh, get with uh, whatever picture you choose. If, yeah. Even if it's not you, you, you have a favorite driver from years ago, he's probably got a picture of it. So there you go. And he's going to be the official track photographer once again at uh, Old Shade Shade Raceway. So 
Very cool. And uh, also give Ron Miller Race Cars a call, 734-856-7223 for race cars, parts, safety, equipment, service, everything a racer needs after he's done with my car. And call more. Him. And more. But wait till you're, he's done with my car and then call him. Okay? Sure. Okay. Uh, I work well under pressure, Scott. Don't worry. You'll make it. Stuart Friesen, uh, we were talking about this a little bit ago. He tested the uh, NASCAR Cup Series uh, next-gen car, Bristol, and uh, I, or maybe that was last week he did this. And changes uh, they tried with the car, including uh, included removing the rear diffusers, which I think they're going to have off. And there's mud flaps going to be and added. Yes, I saw the mud flaps. <laughs> we talked about that. They talked about doing that during the, the rain events on the road courses, yeah. and now... Yeah, like that's take the windshield out. Quit trying to put a band-aid on the issue and just take the windshield out. Don't try to work around it. Just yeah. fix it the way it ought to be. So, but he did the he did the testing w- without a windshield, so I'm not uh, sure why they decided to put the windshield back in if uh you know, if they tested with that. I mean, I don't know what the safety issue it is. Probably probably Do they can they put they, they don't have any Do they have a they don't have bars like we do uh in the uh, they could the they could cars. certainly make screens. Now they yeah. remember there's but but I mean the, if if there's a piece of debris that well could there is fly. a windshield bar that there, comes down in, that's in the center in the though, center yeah. yeah and and it would be real easy for them to put Just weld a couple littler bars a in the middle tab, bolt on tabs you know okay there you go yeah they should consult to you um Sam uh, they, they wouldn't like what I had to say. Sam uh, Mayer and uh, Ty Gibbs exchanged some fisticuffs after the Xfinity race, as we uh, mentioned a little bit ago. I think I might have some video of that, actually, if you want to take a look, if I remembered to. Yeah, yeah, look at that. Here's uh, here's what happened uh, Friday night after the uh, Xfinity race. Angry fellas here. Ty Gibbs, Sam Mayer. Helmets on. Oh, here we go. Coleman talked about the fact they've been racing each other for a long time. Oh, and there's a punt. Oh, It's a pretty good fit. Ty Gibbs going after Sam Mayer, and we've got a fight at Martinsville. Imagine that. <laughs> he ain't let him go. Ty Gibbs, Sam Mayer. Yeah, I mean. That's coming to the finish. <laughs> That's one to yeah, go. I, I, I can see Ty's fresh. No, that was the finish. Oh, is that it? Was, okay. That was a checker because this is after the end yeah, of the race right. here. Yeah. 100 grand. Where he oh, rams wow. him in the that rear. That was for 100,000 right there for sure. So, uh, yeah, that uh, that happened. Uh, Ty went over to talk to Sam, and uh, Sam had took his helmet off. But Ty didn't. Ty left his helmet. Was he smart or was he being a sissy? What's uh, what's the consensus consensus there? I should have done a Twitter poll. Chicken do, chicken do, and he's bulked up a lot. Because last time I saw him, uh, I met him at the Arca race at Toledo right, a few years right. ago. He was a skinny as little tiny twiggy dude. He had a little. He had, I mean, he's still well, not a huge not a, dude. There's but, not a whole lot to Sam yeah. Mayer either. That's true. That was that's true. And. Uh, a couple of featherweights. Uh, yeah, no, uh, no penalties for for the fight there. But uh, Ty Gibbs was fined fifteen thousand uh, for running into the rear of Sam Mayer's car after the race on pit road. 
where there is uh, track officials and other drivers. Right. So, and I understand in that scuffle that one of the track officials had to go to the hospital. I don't know. I did see something about that. I couldn't find any more information. Never found out what it was, but yeah, uh, yeah, he. uh... Uh, And uh, speaking of uh, the uh, dirt races at Bristol this weekend, Dave Kemmer doing uh, his uh, his job there. He's earning his extra pay. Uh, The truck heats uh, FS2 at four thirty on Saturday, and the cup heats will be on Fox Sports Two at six o'clock on Saturday. So there you go. There's your schedule. Uh, Matt Swander saying a leg injury for the uh, the okay. official. So, uh, yeah, fun times there. That'll help the ratings. That I mean, that was if they had something like that during the cup race, that would have at least I might have woke up at the end for it. But. And and they both had to go to the NASCAR trailer, I guess. Yes, they did. <laughs> now Sam Mayer did sport a pretty cool black eye too. He did yeah. It's, so uh, uh, they they. Gibbs def- definitely connected on that one. I felt bad for him, though, because, I mean, I wanted him to punch back, but you can't really punch him back when he's got his helmet on. Yeah. You know, I, Scott, I really like Sam Mayer. He has gotten to where he's at based on his ability. And those and guys I'm, have both come up through the ranks from right. uh, from ARCA. Right, right. Um, one on ability, one on financing, but that's okay. <laughs> oh! What? And he's been doing good. I mean, he's got good equipment. No, but he really he's, does. He's been tied. Grandpa provides him with the best. Yes. There you go. Uh, Flat Rock Speedway will hold a uh, registration slash inspection day on Saturday, 10 a.m. through 3 p.m. Tire, fuel, license, uh, pit pads, and inspection will be available, rain or shine. That's this Saturday at Flat Rock. And uh, Charlie was trying, they were having a uh, uh, press conference on Tuesday, right? One o'clock uh, for Toledo and Flat Rock Speedway. Charlie was trying to bribe me with pizza to come out there. I was like, man, I got in my furnace guys here. Yeah, I, we, can't really I, I got the, the same oh, invitation. Did you? <laughs> did I you, did, you didn't go? Uh, Scott, we've been so busy. I All just right, couldn't. I can respect that. I mean, it would mean that at the end of the day, I couldn't work on your car. I appreciate that then. 22000 to win. Actually, 22022 to win is the Eldora Flow Racing event on the 26th. 26th, yep. Yeah, so that's been uh, rescheduled. Uh, in the uh, opening round of the uh, Long Beach uh, Grand Prix practice, John, Jimmy Johnson found the tire barrier. It appeared that he let go of the steering wheel just before impact. However, he still injured his hand as only uh, one hand was off the wheel. Um, he was able to uh, race... Oh, no. First, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself here. He finished 25th uh, out of 26 in the first uh, practice session. Uh, he ran 18 laps in the session before the crash that ended his day. Johnson uh, made an update on Saturday stating that he indeed had a fracture, uh, and he was he still raced on Sunday and finished 20th, uh, and then he went under, underwent surgery on Monday to repair the fracture. He's expected to be back in the car for the upcoming test at uh, Indy, Indy next yeah. w- weekend. So. I guess it was his pinky or something. Yeah. Just Matt Swander uh, asked, which is worse, going to the NASCAR trailer or meeting with Pam? Ooh, that would be Pam. Pretty, that would be Pam Hendricks. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, that's uh, Pam at Oche there. That's probably yeah. uh, she who. What must, about Chrissy? She who must be obeyed. Yeah. Well, there that'd be a dead heat. Yeah. Between Pam and Chrissy. You, and the NASCAR trailer. I think that's all. You don't want. You don't want to be on those bad sides. Uh, I, I'd, I'd pick the NASCAR trailer over the <laughs> other two, honestly. Yeah. 
Uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt's going to be uh, driving the number three for the first time in uh, NASCAR at Talladega during the Xfinity race, uh, driving for Richard Childress Racing. So that'd be pretty cool seeing yeah. Ar- Earnhardt back in a number three car. Yeah, and uh, and, oh. and it's been planned for a while. And uh, he's he's, I think I don't know if he's had bad equipment, but he's never really made a name for himself. So maybe yeah. maybe maybe he can do that. We'll see. Uh, due to a myriad of weather uh, considerations, Circle City Raceway officials uh, announced the postponement of the inaugural CJ Rayburn Stronger Than Dirt Memorial Classic scheduled for uh, this Sunday, originally scheduled for this Sunday, I should say, uh, the 17th, after uh, discussions with the Rayburn family and the Ultimate Heart of America Late Model Management and uh, consulting Dirt Late Model Racing schedules here in the Midwest. The new date will be Monday, May 30th, which is Memorial Day. All right. So they're going to make that up. The past uh, two weeks have been uh, crazy there in Central. There's a couple of other big races going on on Memorial Day, aren't there? Uh, Maybe. The Indy's on Sunday, though. The Indy 500, and then the Coca-Cola 600s is that Sunday night. Yeah, okay. I don't know what's going on. Sometimes Fremont. Fremont used to run uh, ALMS races on Monday. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Speaking of Fremont, next week uh, we'll be having the uh, Fremont Speedway. All right. preview. Uh, Oh, the uh, Flow Racing uh, Late Model Challenge, uh, powered by Tezos, is a vision for co-promoter Kyle Larson, the reigning NASCAR uh, Cup Series champion, has always enjoyed watching the Prelude to the Dream at Ohio's Eldora Speedway, an event held from 2005. I was at the very first one, by the way. Ooh. Um, To 2012, that featured many of NASCAR's top stars competing in uh, Dirt Super Late Models to help raise money for charity. Larson came along too late to compete in the prelude to the dream, so he decided to host his own race, which is tonight, and uh, which we're going to get out of here so that I can try and find that and maybe watch that. Yeah. Uh, the Flow Racing Late Model Challenge uh, takes place at Volunteer Speedway, a four-tenth uh, mile dirt track located at Bulls Gap, uh, Tennessee. William Byron is uh, also scheduled to compete along with Kyle in the 20,000 to win race. It's, I, I guess it's only a few miles from uh, Bristol, not very far from Bristol. So uh, I understand there's a couple of other NASCAR guys Are they? that uh, that may will, will be named. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's happening uh, here now, soon. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess he's going to try and make that a, a bigger event to, in uh, years to come. So that's that was kind of cool. I kind of like the, the prelude yeah. to the dream, watching those NASCAR guys yep. try and figure out the dirt late models. And, and it's cool to see Kyle Larson uh, taking an active role in promoting racing. And dirt late models, for some reason. He's been so dominant in sprint cars. Yeah. Well, and dirt late models. He's pretty darn models. good there, too. Uh, I guess Clint Boyer is in the booth, according to uh, Matt. All right. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, last week's how many? We had a couple of them. We did two how many's. Uh, we had how many late miles were going to be at Eldora on Tuesday evening. That number was zero because the show was postponed, of course. Um, the show winner was me. You? Yeah. yeah. How do you figure? Uh, because <laughs> I guessed 46 and you guessed 47. Oh, Trying to think, I thought um, and uh, our listener winner. We have to spin the Big D's pizza wheel. Really? But I think Matt Swander might have been one of the winners too. But really? I didn't put his name on the wheel. Oh, I could be wrong because there was a we had a couple zero guesses. Really? Yeah, I'd have to go back. But uh, we're going to spin the, this wheel. These are are the two uh, contenders here: Gretchen App, who's at the Shinedown concert, 
and celebrated a birthday, so it could be a birthday present for Ooh. her. Or J.D. Smith. Who's it going to be? Uh, only nobody the can, wheel knows. Yeah, only the wheel knows. Nobody can see what I'm doing, though, because I haven't shared the screen. So how about we do that? And then uh, we will spin that wheel. Spin that over here. And boom, there it is. Give it a good spin now, Scott. Here we go. Ooh, that was a good spin. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. Gretchen Knapp gets uh, Big D's uh, pizza. Along with her Shine Down concert. Oh, yeah. I think that was actually a birthday present, too. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, 30 days to claim your Big D's pizza. We'll be giving away your chance to win a Big D's pizza here momentarily. Uh, the other how many was how many smokes uh, did Chris Mice smoke during uh, or light up during the show last week? Yeah. I did not actually sit and count and watch the show back and watch how many he counted. I'm going off of what Dean Henry told me that Chris Mize said. He said that he counted all the uh, cigarette butts. Cigarette butts. He said he had 13. Wow. Since the, uh, he had one lit when we started, and I said only the ones that he lit up during the show, so that first one didn't count. So the official number was 12. 12. So the uh, winner, actually, was Dean Henry. <laughs> he won Oakshade Raceway Grandstand Pass. All right. So, Dean Henry, congratulations. Yeah, Chris Mice says 12. So, uh, Dean was the only one that uh, actually guessed 12. My brother was second closest. He guessed 11. So Yeah, yeah. Dean Henry, if the uh, fuel expense of getting to Oakshade is is too much for you uh, to, to get into the pits, uh, I'll pay the difference and get pay, pay you uh, to get into the pits with a pit pass. There you go. And bring some pizza. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Scott will be in the tower, so I'll be, I'll be both places. I'll be wherever the pizza's at. Uh, and uh, Ron, you were the winner on that because I think I picked, I picked less than you. You picked eight. Oh, for, okay. For how many smokes for Chris Mize? So Chris Mize was my second. It was my second guess. So I. Oh, that's right. I he did get black flags. I think that's why I didn't put Matt's name on there oh. because he had two guesses. Oh so my! He's black flagged. Your flag's still in your basement though. I forgot to bring those. That's all right. Here, I'm waving it. You just can't see it. So this week's how many and a chance to win a Big D's pizza. Uh, of course, uh, we got the uh, big All-Star Circuit of Champions weekend at Attica Raceway Park. Right. And uh, Saturday night, second night there. How many 410 sprints are going to be, we'll say, will uh, we'll be in competition? So if they're there because they're there Friday night and they wreck, sure. then that doesn't, sure. if they're in the pits but they don't qualify or race, that doesn't count. So how many total will be in competition Saturday night? That's this week's how many and a chance to win a Big D's pizza. If uh, you'd like to play along with us, uh, just put your guess, just put a number in the comments of our Facebook Live. Uh, you get one guess, one guess only. You can guess the same number as someone else. We'll spin the Big D's pizza wheel if uh, we have uh, a tie. And uh, you have until, you know what, we're going to, we'll say 8 o'clock on uh, Friday night. Because then this, someone might have an advantage if they wait till after Attica's Friday night. Somebody blows an engine or something. Oh, I see. Okay. And they might be able to say, oh, there was 43 cars there Friday. That guy blew an engine. It's going to be 42. This is easy. So, 8 o'clock Friday night, that's a cutoff. Put your guess in if you're listening to us on iHeartRadio or uh, Spotify or whatever. Uh, you still can get in. Just uh, find our Facebook Live or the YouTube Live. Uh, you can put your comment in there. So, 
Wait, I won. Yeah, you won. Didn't I? Yeah. Who was the in in studio guy, yeah, uh, winner? The, well, you won the smoke. So yeah. Yeah, but you won the. All right. Well, what's this is the, you. You won the how many? And this is how many? Oh, okay. I'm gonna. It looks like 30s seem to be a pretty good uh, thing. Dean's Dean Dean's pretty good. I'm gonna go with 30 on the dot. 30 is my guess. Well, that leaves me no choice but to go 31, Scott. <laughs> Fair enough. So well, we'll find out next week who wins that Big D's pizza. Oh, Chrissy Hendricks there. She gets 36. Um, and Chrissy, hopefully, will be our guest uh, two weeks from tonight. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a, yes. yeah that, yes. that'll be right before the uh, Oakshade opener there. So very cool. Uh, so congratulations to our uh, winners tonight, Gretchen Knapp and Dean Henry. Dean, uh, uh, get with me or... Ron or uh, Pam or, or somebody, and we'll, we'll figure out. Or the, Chrissy. Yeah, or Chrissy, or we'll figure out the Oakshade Raceway, Grandstand Pass, etc. All right, uh, your Big D's or pizza racing menu for this weekend. Uh, as we mentioned, Attica Raceway Park in action. The Corin Maine Spring Nationals, uh, postponed from last weekend, is happening this weekend, featuring the All-Star Circuit of Champions um, and the UMP Late Models uh, Friday night, tomorrow night. Gates open at 3 p.m., racing at 7.45. Uh, adult general admissions, $25. Saturday night, the uh, Corin Maine Spring Nationals continue with the All-Star Circuit of Champions. And uh, 305 Sprints will be there instead of the Late Models on uh, Saturday night. Right. Uh, gates open at, actually, Saturday afternoon, I should say, because gates open at 1, racing at 5, and uh, still $25 for adult general admission there. And then of course, uh, as we mentioned earlier, uh, Montpelier Motor Speedway, their opener also on Saturday with the uh, UMP modified super stocks, street stocks, Hornets, and the dirt trucks. Pits open at noon, gates at one, and racing at 3.22 p.m. Adult general admission is $15 there. And uh, did, have you had time to prepare your forecast uh, for this weekend, your weekend weather pit You know, stop? a little bit, Scott. Okay. Um what I'm seeing has me a little bit concerned about Friday night. Um, a better than average chance of some rain um, and, and getting a little bit cooler Friday night. Saturday's not bad. Uh, so we'll be all right for the Saturday race. Yep, Saturday's looking good. A uh, little bit chilly, so uh, just like Montpelier, bring your bring your uh, Attica Raceway hoodie. Yeah, or buy they, one. Yeah, yeah, they, they will be for sale. Uh if anybody uh, has any thoughts of racing Easter Sunday, boy, it's going to be chilly. Well, I don't think there's any racing around here Easter well, Sunday. Well, just if, if somebody decided to oh, rain to date push. something. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't think they have a rain date for that. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye if you plan on going to Attic on Friday yeah. night. Sunday's high highs are going to be in the low 40s with uh, lows in the mid-30s. Uh, not a pleasant night to race, but uh, Saturday's looking like it's going to be just fine. I don't think the temperature is going to affect too many people at this point because right. they were just so starved for racing since it's oh, absolutely. been canceled. Absolutely. As long as it's not raining, we're going racing. And, and, and the racers are going to be there. Absolutely. You know, with with, with the late models on the card uh, Friday night, I really hope uh, hope Attica gets that in. It's Just keep an eye on the forecast and uh, keep an eye on social media. If uh, we we hear anything, we'll definitely share that out as check, well. Check WTOL.com and uh, sign up for their weather app. There you go. Uh, thanks to uh, associate producer Dave Kemmer, contributors Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Dock, and Bob Stajak. Next week on the show, we're going to speak to Brian Liskai, 
announcer at Attica and uh, Fremont. And uh, we're going to get a preview of the 2022 race season at Fremont Speedway. And, and maybe a wrap-up on Attica. Well, that's true. I didn't even think of that. Bonus! Yeah, yeah we'll just have him do the uh, the wrap-up next that's week. That's it. Uh, and then two weeks from tonight, we're going to have our Oakshade Raceway preview with uh, Chrissy Hendricks. So that's uh, two weeks. Because, uh, yeah, racing season's almost in full swing here. It is. Then we got Limeland and Toledo and Flat Rock all starting up as well. So uh, We've had all winter, Scott, and neither one of us is ready. That's right. <laughs> that's true. Um, I did have one message on the uh, Hammerdown Hotline, uh, something about tax debt relief. So... Uh, really? Yeah, I, I, I didn't, it didn't seem worth playing. But uh, if you want to call, leave us a message. Uh, give us your thoughts on the Ty Gibbs fight, Ty Gibbs-Sam Mayer fight. Uh, 419-318-3081. That's 419-318-3081. That is the number for the Hammerdown Hotline. Feel free to call it Scott, anytime. We, there, we've, right? got, we've got a lot of fans that uh, that listen to our show. I'd like to know if, if they think they're going to be at uh, as many races in 22 as they went to in 21. There you go. Call us. Let us know. Uh, make sure to like us on uh, Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Follow us on YouTube. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and, of course, check out HammerdownRacingReport.com and uh, join the Hammerdown Army there. We'll get one of those newsletters out. Yeah, I haven't sent one out yet, but we're going gonna to do it eventually. And, and you can order your Hammerdown swag uh, there, That's too. right. We got the store on there. Yeah, So, and I think there might be sweatshirts. Ooh. They probably won't get there in time for this weekend, but <laughs> you can order it. Uh, make sure to rate and review us as well uh, and share us with your friends. Uh, we appreciate it because we're not making enough to retire off of this. Close. <laughs> Some of us are closer than others, Scott. Uh, thanks again to Oakshade Raceway, Big D's Pizza, Rambler Race Cars, Free Train Photos, Dominator Race Products, Headhunters, uh, Barber Studio, and Salon. Uh, thanks again to Larry Bose uh, for joining us uh, earlier tonight. Uh, that's it for uh, this week's Hammerdown Race Report. Back next week with uh, Brian Liskai. Sound good? Yeah, right. I'll be here. You'll let's, be here. Let's get out of here. Go watch some racing? Yeah, sounds good to me. We'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 